Hello, and welcome to Everything Remade, a podcast that I hope is about growth as much as it is about music. I'm Edie Quinn, and I have a really great chat for you today. Before we get started, though, I'd like to remind you that you can support the show and my other various creative endeavors by going over to patreon.com slash human machine. There you can find music sneak peeks, a full archive of the comics and zines that I've created, and lots of other cool stuff to check out. That's patreon.com slash human machine. And now I'd like to play something for you. to church a bunch so um i don't know i i don't know i definitely have like lots of memories of like listening to tapes and things like my dad used to work for columbia house and um they uh they used to give like discounted cds or like damaged packaging like discounted items to employees and stuff really cheap so he always had like cds and tapes lying around and i definitely listened to a lot of like children's adjacent music you know yeah like, like so even so even cheaper than the like one cent for like the first 20 CDs or whatever. They just were like, here's a cart of it. Like, give us five. You got five? Yeah. Like, you don't got yeah, I'm it? Not sure. I'm not sure what, how much he was paying uh, for that stuff. Um, but it was definitely deeply discounted. I know one cent for 20 CDs. I don't really know how that all works. But yeah. Well, I mean, I think that they... They went out of business, so... Yeah. I think the thing was like with those is, and this is like just before like I would have like, you know, been like this is just before my time, right? But it was just like yeah. one of those, um, pretty sure the way it worked was it was like you got, it was like a subscription, you know, and yes. you got, you yes. got like, you picked the 20 that you liked or whatever, but then you had to buy one like a month or whatever for the regular $20 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then they would also just like, I feel like they would also like send you random stuff and you'd be like, I don't want this CD. Like, I don't want this. Right. Like, my, Michael W. Bo uh, Michael W. Smith CD or whatever. I mean, my parents wanted that. But. Yeah. But they're like, that's cool. You don't want it, but you have to pay for it though. But you still, and you have to keep that too. So <laughs> yeah. you can just hold on to that forever. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. Wow. That's a really tough question. I mean, I, I also feel like I don't have a ton of like memories from childhood. I, I want to say like maybe Christmas music or something that we had, a, we were very attached to like certain christmas music albums in my house like what um well first of all like charlie brown's christmas vince oh, okay. Guaraldi, 
Um, but also like there's a group of like acapella, uh, it's like an acapella ensemble, vocal ensemble called the King's Singers. And, um, it was always so funny to me. Like, of course they had like, it was all men and they were all like, just like a, every, every, uh, range in, in the voice in, vo- in every voicing. So it was like a man singing very high falsetto parts and, um, that were like, uh, the Manaheim steamroller albums, the Christmas ones specifically are just like ingrained into my mind. well it doesn't seem to have much of an impact on your musical output where i mean yeah whereas (laughs) like it's kind of weird sometimes like i can hear something where someone will say this is the first thing i can remember like you know whatever um Mm -hmm. and i'll and i can draw a through line i can be like but with you, I, I don't think so. I don't think that's it comes out. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I ha- I like I said, like my childhood and I, I, I don't know if I ha- am di- I've never been officially diagnosed with ADHD. Um, sometimes it uh, can have the same symptoms as CPTSD complex post-traumatic stress disorder or childhood post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. And Forming memories is definitely one that is that kind of suffers, I think. And is um, that is that just like time periods that you know of, or is it because this like kind of tracks for me too? Like there are things from there are like specific things from certain like time lines mm-hmm. in my life where I remember everything. I could tell you exactly what happened and then there's just like seven years where i'm like what yeah was i even alive you know yeah i think so yeah totally yeah. like definitely definitely um i want to say like marked by certain events just based on like how significant they i happened to realize that they were you know i think there are times when i'm I think I didn't realize I just knew I I realized I don't even didn't even know what was going on. I was just like taking it all in. Yeah. Um, but definitely like I don't know, Christmas time was like a time I think of I, I don't know why I think about that. I'm thinking about that right now. But that was a time where like in my family people were at least like trying to get along. Mm-hmm. We were like trying to have some semblance of like a traditional, non dysfunctional kind of family uh sort of engagement um it was a very dysfunctional household growing up so yeah uh, that was a time where we were like i felt like my parents were actually like kind of trying to sort of make sure we had a good time or that like i don't know there were these like traditions that we would follow i don't know yeah it's it's a weird thing so i don't really like christmas that much but yeah um so it had the opposite effect, like, uh, as opposed to, you know, it being like, uh, this is the only time when I can remember things feeling sort of chill or normal or what, however yeah. you want to parse that. You're just like, mm. it had the opposite effect where you're just like, nah, it's not, that's not my vibe at all. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely feel like uh, as an adult now, I feel like all that feels very staged mm-hmm. right like and you know disingenuous um, for sure uh or just like you know the whole 
you know, capitalist gift giving rigmarole. Sure. But I don't know, even just like the feelings around it. And, you know, I, I also tend to think a lot about just like people who don't have a traditional family archetype that they can like relive every year when the holidays come around. They can relive this like, yes, I'll go home and it will be fine and nothing bad will happen and we're going to have fun and we're going to go sledding and hot cocoa and presents and like, not everybody gets that experience. So yeah. it, and it, even though I could go home and do those things, I guess if I wanted, it would still be stressful. And I don't know, I feel for people who kind of feel like they have to, there's, there's just kind of like a pressure that you're supposed to have, like just a regular family that you get to go home to like this whole going home thing. Like yeah, not everybody's home involves their parents. So yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, um, traditions are so weird. I I can't say that I um, <clears throat> I can't say that my family ever necessary like the the usual stuff you know that you would expect like from uh, a, a, an American family in Ohio or whatever mm-hmm. you know the the usual stuff. But like as far as like that that like this tradition being like important or or you know like that that added. Thing, um, mm-hmm. that was never like that much of it. It was just more or less like this is what we do because this is what people do, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Not that my, I mean, my family was definitely like dysfunctional <laughs> as hell as well. But <laughs> but it's like it, that that specific thing didn't really like play a role in that. Um, but it's it's kind of weird because like when when I you know had children and stuff, then I mm-hmm. I'm like you know I want to make some kinds of traditions that aren't like rooted in um christianity or right. you know um like like gross american holidays or whatever and yeah. it's just like people just <laughs> my family just gen- generally kind of don't fuck with them <laughs> and, <laughs> and so i just like let it die you know i'm just like that's fine you know it's a, you know you can you can make festivus it doesn't mean they're gonna like it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, (laughs) hey, what if we did this, like, in you know, like during this time of year? What if we, like, you know, tried to do? And it's just like, you know, it'll kind of happen, and then it'll just be kind of like, like the next time that comes around, it's like, do you want to do that thing that we did last time? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yes or no? You know, I could take it or leave it. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I think that like. I don't know, kind of going back to where you were saying, like, this was just kind of like these things we do at these times. I don't know. I feel like maybe I was just a sensitive kid, but like it felt like emotional to me. It definitely felt like an emotional time. But I think, you know, maybe I was a sensitive kid and that like I was going to be attaching emotions because I felt like I needed to. I don't know. Uh, so weird. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's tricky too when you know you're you're describing a situation where um you know you described it as sort of like an act where your your parents yeah. were being uh were being like kind or 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 generous or whatever and it, yeah. it it's just like I mean there's times you know for there's times from my childhood where my dad like the, just the the just the bare fucking minimum that somebody uh-huh. could do for a child and uh-huh. i and and these this shit is like a ray 
of light from heaven when I oh. think about it, you know? And it's like, yes. you're kind of like, how fucking manipulative is that, you know? Like, it does. But, uh, yeah, I was like, just kind of going to go on to say that I did feel kind of like, I maybe because I was so sensitive and just eager to like have peace in the home instead of like my parents arguing, like I would just, and even just being brought up Christian, like I was just susceptible to like, just going towards, like, you know, the most peaceful, loving, like, hopeful kind of, like, these emotions that, you know, we attach to, like, the holidays and stuff. Uh, yeah. And Christianity in general, even the way that they, like, will manipulate you during, like, a worship service with the music. Like, it's supposed, it invokes, like, this, you know, emotional state of, like, you kind of, like, make yourself be vulnerable because you just want, you want that community or you want you want to feel part of that like that group uh i don't know mm-hmm. we're all feeling vulnerable and emotional right now so yeah for the lord so you have to do it yeah if you want to feel as good as we do or i don't know yeah that, that's a that's like that's a lot i bet i bet we could you know really go keep going down that rabbit hole it for sure. Be really easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, think I've been thinking so much about <laughs> about that stuff lately, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um what I was going to say though, like to hopefully um propel us into like more uh you know, um like uh, I'm not I'm not I don't Interesting is the first word that comes to mind. It's totally the wrong word because that <laughs> uh, that other conversation's very interesting. Perhaps even it's wandering a little bit more so. <laughs> but like, but we, you know, like into more like positive or hopeful uh, scenarios. It's like yeah. I was going to say, like, uh, what's the first song that you can remember, like, really attaching yourself to, like, like uh, as far as like you recognize this song was. It personally important to you. Mm. Damn. Or that you so hard. <laughs> that you kind of found on your own. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like when I started listening to more alternative music in high school, the like like the first kind of like serious band. Cause I, you know, growing up Christian, we weren't really, I mean, my dad had tons of CDs. Like we would listen to the Beatles and like classic, you know, classic dad bands and things like that. And he would just pick up kind of like random stuff. He had tons of CDs. And so I'd always just like go through them and, uh, just try and pick stuff out for myself to listen to. And, um, you know, just completely blind, like not knowing at all. But I remember, like, reading in some article, somebody was being interviewed, and they were like, well, Radiohead, this is this is one of the bands that I love. And I was like, dang, I'm going to check them out. And I just remember, like, listening to OK Computer and it being, like, one of the first records I ever listened to that was so, like, dark. And it was like, it was like, you know, just kind of had these like classic rock band elements, like guitar, bass, drums, singing, everything. But then there's like the electronic portion, like the electronic noises and this the soundscapes and like the robot voice on Fitter Happier and like all these different things. Like I just remember like listening to that CD on the school bus over and over 
like just I've, I've probably heard the first song airbag like hundreds and hundreds of times like thousands of times just because you would have a portable cd player and it would when you stopped it it would start the cd over from the beginning so you mm-hmm. just load it in with the first song every single time and, and that's as long uh, as the bus ride was it's just <laughs> for like, real i was the yeah. first kid on the bus and the last kid off it sucked <laughs> yeah yeah it's it was such a long bus ride bus ride <laughs> Yeah, it's um yeah, that's like a that's a different time like going into everything like unknowing, you know? And yeah. There's I mean for 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 me um and like I'm dating myself more and more the longer I do this podcast, I, but like it's, I date myself every single day. I'm yeah, like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, it's just like whatever at this point for me. But like, I mean, people know I have like an adult child now, so like, you know, uh-huh. well, I'm adult child, but but one of my child children is now an adult. Like people know that, and so that yeah. already dates me to to that degree. But anyway, um, so like when. I first like okay I have a job and I can and I have some of my own money was mm-hmm. when CDs just came out so oh, so yeah. so cassettes were still there but they were on their way out right so yep. totally the couple places in my where I grew up in Port Charlotte Florida to get like tapes or CDs there was like one cool tape shop and called TJ's and he would get you whatever you wanted from SST or whatever you you wanted. Right. But, um, my girlfriend at the time, she worked at a Camelot music in the mall Mm. and (laughs) and I'd go there to like, you know, like to the dismay of like her actual bosses and stuff. I'd go there to just like see her and maybe I'd buy something. Maybe I wouldn't. And they would have like a, bin like a, it was like the biggest trash can you ever saw but it was like yeah. full of tapes and totally they just have a 50 cent sticker on them or like a dollar sticker you know yeah. and um so we steal. would go through those like you know like no tomorrow and um oh yeah there was uh there was one um that we found and it was i think the band was called scatterbrain and they had this song called well i don't know what the song's called but it went like don't call me dude dude (laughs) and and i was just like i hate being called dude like ever since i was like a kid i was like i hate that and i just i was like hell yeah that song rules um (laughs) and uh that rocks yeah it was uh, and um one of the other CDs that I have, and I still listen to this, or one of the other tapes that I got, and I still, actually my friend bought it, but I, you know, we were like there together and I dubbed it from him, is this band called The Plugs, like P-L-U-G-Z. Mm-hmm. And um, this like predates like, you know, like 90% of a American punk rock, you know, and it's like just this band and... Like they're they're just like legends in South America. Like every like, like all the American punk bands like knew who this was, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. But like, I would have never found that if it wasn't just like in this fifty cent bin. And my friend picked yeah. it up. Like yeah, and um, like I end like like later on, you know, like way later and stuff. And there's like discogs and eBay and everything. Like, yeah, my wife ended up like buying me the vinyl, and and like, 
I, and I'm just like, this is like one of my prized possessions. It's like just this amazing uh, LP. It's a, I mean, yeah, like y'all should, you know, whoever's listening to this should check it out. The plugs, the album's called Better Luck. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it was just such a different time. And just like those two examples that I gave, like you just like what you could find was like so uh, different, you know, you it's, could just. I mean, it feels, it, I also kind of feel like it is such like a personal experience to like just pick up something and being like, I guess this album cover looks cool. Like I have no idea what to expect. And like no one has given you a recommendation. No one has, you don't know anything about it. And then you like play it and you're like, well, I've, I found this and I, and it's amazing. I'm like, I don't know, so, stuff like that. I'm just like, I feel like I have to share immediately with everyone, yeah. you know, yeah. like, I don't know. I get like one zillion every, every day. Everybody's giving me recommendations for shows and music and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, that's so great. One day I'll get to all of it. Right. Yeah. And maybe, <laughs> but, <laughs> but then you, yeah, you do kind of miss it on that sort of like self-exploration kind of deal. Like, remember like being at the FYE in the mall and like, I, I graduated in 2006 and like that, I, I don't feel that old, but it's still like there was an FYE at the mall and I went there and I remember seeing like the Sunny Day Real Estate album Diary and just being like, what is this album cover? Yeah. I've never, I don't know what to expect. Like I have no idea. And then you know, you buy it and then you listen to it and you're like, wow, uh, was not expecting anything that like intense. Yeah. It's kind of weird too, like in where you, you, you know, you 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 don't know, like you're unsure. You look at something, but then you start forming opinions, and mm-hmm. then the music can turn your opinions on their ear. But at the same time, it can create this clarity between the artwork and the music. You're like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, like. I don't know how else to explain that, but sometimes it's like, I feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of um, the accessibility of like, of, of, of music uh, streaming and stuff and the, and the instantaneous like attachment of like your, the music to the uh, album cover image has made a lot, uh, like it's made it to where this type of image speaks to that genre of music, right? 
right. like, to a degree, you know? And so, yeah. like, I don't know. I've always thought, like, I really enjoy it when you see an album cover that, like, you're like, well, I didn't think that was going to be, like, a Screamo album. You know what I'm saying? Or <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. There's, like, <laughs> uh, one of the bands I'm in recently, really, we, like, made a bunch of CDs. It's kind of like Power Violence Screamo. And, Which band? Um, <laughs> well, I'm not sure if I should say because, like, kind of a secret identity kind of thing. Oh, okay. So, so but, you know, if you know, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you know, you know. But we released it on just, like, you know, the brown CD, brown, like, cardstock paper with just, like, black ink stamp, like, the name and the the name of the band and then like the name of the EP, like the classic screamo, like Brown, just yeah, like a yeah. black print on Brown. Yeah. You know, and it, yeah, like definitely genres that have like looks or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I it's exciting sure. to like, I think that's one of the most exciting things about like new music, like going on right now is like, you know, a lot of people, I, I, I know a lot of people like, really i don't want to say worship just like old other bands and genres or like want to perform a genre to its due diligence but like i i like it's not as interesting to me uh always to to just have a band just have like one sound like i don't know i like or even if it's just like your album art being like a little bit untraditional for your genre like I don't know, just to be just to be different right now. I think in music in general, like you you have to be a little bit different. Like you have to add your own personal flavor to it. Like otherwise you'll never it just won't ever stick out. Like Yeah. And I mean there's so there's so few people that like to, the, honestly it's like okay, like there's so few bands that like can dial it in that finely to where like sometimes I feel like the reason that bands don't sound more similar similar is just by accident right you know which is fine it's totally fine because you you expect that right you expect like well I was going for this but then I my fingerprints got all over it you know I made (laughs) I I made my mess out of it right you know yeah Um, yeah but it's like yeah like when there's a like I don't know but the best the best um and you know like Gus or Brian or or whatever yeah. like they might tell me that I'm wrong but like the best example i can think of is is Ostraka like to sure. me when i hear Ostraka i'm like they they have their shit dialed in yeah. like so to the dime right like uh-huh. and <clears throat> like there's so few bands that do that you know, that like, yes. which is like not a problem. Like, I'm no. not trying to say that's a problem. It's like some of this stuff I th- feel like is different on accident, which is like good. <laughs> but like, yeah, it, it's I always wonder, is it like would would every band sound like Ostraka if they could? Probably. Right. <laughs> like, I you mean, know what I'm saying? Sounds cool. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. Sound cool. You're like, like. That's that is the most intense and like heavy sounding yes. and whatever and like just yes, terrifying. Let's do that and then it's like it turns out different, but good. Yeah, 
because yeah i mean i feel like that has been my lifelong experience with art is that like you envision something you have like a concept you have some ideas and then when you do them you're like why is this nothing like i thought Mm -hmm. like but i think that's part of like I don't know. The fact, like, it's really easy to get hung up on, you know, I was trying to do this and it turned out like this instead of, like, where there was this nothing before, now there's something. And that's, I don't know, that's Mm -hmm. what I try to, like, stay focused on is that, like, I don't know. Even if stuff is by accident, like, I don't know, there are happy accidents, especially when it comes to making art, you know. And I think, like... Everybody's kind of got their own, even, uh, uh, like, creative uh, flow. You know, everybody everybody has different ways of creating. We all, no matter what we're doing, whether it's music or visual art, like, we all have, we get inspired different ways in different places. And sometimes you get inspired when it's not convenient. Uh, or sometimes you get inspired and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. But either like- way, like... When you yeah. should be sleeping I, is when... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you're preaching to the choir here. I, that's the bad time. <laughs> yeah. It's like... That, I don't that's know. That's the bad time Yeah, and to it's be like, in bed with a mind that's just a hamster wheel. You're like, do, oh. I, do I get up right now? No, I'll remember. No, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> no, you won't. You don't do a voice memo of you making a mouth version of a guitar riff right now. You're going to regret it. You're going to, yeah. And then I love how um, the other end of that is the next day and you're like, what is this shit? I did not <laughs> need to. I wrote this song 10 times already. What? <laughs> why, did, why did it? I should have went to bed. Every yeah. step of the way. I feel like every step of the way music is just like, hey, you know that thing you thought? Well, it's going to be a little bit different this time. Yeah. And this time. Uh-huh. And this time. Every single time. I mean, I, you know. We're I, not machines. It's not going to be the exact same every time. Right. I actually, like, I got into this conversation with Joe Rodriguez uh, forever ago um, about the, sort of that that kind of thing, which is, like, Joe... Joe was talking about how long the ice hockey songs would take to write and mm-hmm. how frustrating that was and this feeling that um, Joe would create a, a lot of parts that were too similar and so uh-huh. have to go completely back to the drawing board. And yeah. I, I just was, I just like, almost just like that, I was like, well... The thing with me is, is if I keep going back to that, then I must not be done with it. So, yeah. so that's okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, yeah, it is part of the process. Like just because, you know, one thing's taking you a little bit longer. It's like, well, whatever it is you're sorting through isn't done yet. Yeah. Or like if know. you, or, or like, oh, I've kind of written this part before. I should change it dramatically. Or like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Do it yeah. again. That's like, a decision too. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 just like you're it's like bags of sand, you know, and you're you're doing your <laughs> your uh balancing act and like how much do you wanna like are you revisiting similar themes? Are you trying to take this somewhere completely different? It's like the choices that you 
make and have to make and, and like it's better to just finish the song than to like spend six months not finishing yeah. it you know yeah like i mean i was gonna say like that's my struggle is to not finish be like oh yeah let's let's write some cool dungeon synth songs that like no one ever has to see They'll never see the light of day, but also we'll never finish them because uh, because then that would mean that they were done. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you have that? Like, so like, there. I'm notorious for like, um, like, I read a lot of comics, and if there's like a if there's a comic series that I've enjoyed a lot like that's like a standalone story or whatever and it like yeah. and it's come to an end like the last trade will sit on my shelf for like a year oh my god because yeah. I'm just like uh. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to like I don't yeah I love this so much I don't want to <laughs> yeah um I've been like buying up like the deluxe editions of the berserk manga mm-hmm. and like the most recent one that I have it must be like number 11 or 12 I have not finished it because I've been so broken. I'm wanting to, you know, get more, but I want to have the next one Ready. before I finish it. Yeah. So like I could go finish it in like 10 minutes probably, but it's just <laughs> going to stay on the shelf unfinished until I've got the next one. Yeah. I'm a yeah. definitely a chronic project starter. <laughs> yeah. Um, non-finisher. It's yeah. It's, I don't know. It's something, it's different, but um, you know, speaking of like how you, 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 you have these things where you kind of like, whether it's on purpose or not, where, where, whether you're kind of like, it is our intent to leave this mysterious or whatever. Um, <laughs> like, so, you know, I mentioned before we started recording that like we've been ha- trying to have this conversation for a while and it was like so I knew you were like involved in some bands and stuff um, yeah. but I, I'm like you know I'm not real sure like whatever and then there was that video that went up uh, in, in in May of one of the uh, the Horse Boy like a song oh, yeah, from Horse, Horse Boy, Boy. and yeah. um so that was May twentieth. That that video, like you just like low key, like in oh here's a link in like your story or something. And then May twenty sixth, the Joust uh, Futurism, uh, yeah, um, release dropped. So that was like yeah. uh, really like okay, I don't know what bands they're in. I have no idea what they what they're doing exactly. And then like holy shit, like what. What are they not doing? What are they not up to? Kind of like uh, yeah. scenario, right? So, um, which, like, you also, this could be another band, or this could be, be just you just putting a word in your Instagram bio. I don't know. But it says, like, Joust, Magic, Horse Boy, uh, et cetera, or something like that. Is Magic yeah. another? Pro- okay. I do need to update it. So, Magic is a band that. I was in for about a year, just like I uh, was with um, Diana um, from like Blue Healer, and she's in, in Bitto Honey um, and a band called Genre right now. Uh, she's been playing music in KC forever and ever and ever. I, she's been in a million other bands. I couldn't list them all off to you. Um, and then Ian Teeple from Silicon Prairie and Warm Bodies. 
uh, he was playing drums on that band. And then my friend, our friend Angel was doing vocals. I was playing bass. Um, but we, now Diana, Diana uh, is playing in Silicon Prairie for them for a little bit. Like they're going to go to Japan pretty soon. Um, so it's kind of kind Ian had to step away from doing the drums because he got busy with doing Silicon Prairie and he was playing guitar and snooper for a little bit and like went to, went to Australia with them. Like he, Ian's just so busy. Mm-hmm. So proud of them. Um, so yeah, magic is kind of defunct now. Um, we had a friend Mo who has since like a month ago, probably has moved away from Casey, but Mo was playing drums for us for a little bit. Um, but we got to play some cool shows. Um, are there recordings so, of that project? Um, yeah, Ian, Ian and Diana both separate, like on two different occasions, did record those songs. Um, I don't know where what's. I don't know what happened to them. Okay. Uh, but I recorded bass for all those songs, so they're somewhere. It's it's out it's out there somewhere. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, um, good luck like trying to like Google something like that anyway. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like Googling and then putting like Kansas City or KC like in the Google to see what, you know, comes up. Cause, uh, oh, yeah. Because that's yeah. the only way to find the Horseboy video like easily on um, on YouTube is, you know, Google Horseboy KC and, and it'll Yeah, it'll there's up. like an Instagram page. Um, oh, there is for Horseboy? Yeah, there okay. is. Okay, I didn't yeah. find that, but I found the Joust one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Horse Boy, that, that band is so much fun. Actually, we just got the masters back for, um, this EP, I guess. Um, it's like five songs, five or six songs. Um, I joined that band earlier this year and Matt Perrin, um, from Bummer is playing drums in that band. And then, um, our friend Steve, who was in Big Water with Matt, he's playing bass. And then our friend Josh is playing guitar, and he's got, like, cool synth sounds. So I'm actually, like, I'm doing standalone vocals in that band. It's kind of the first time I've done that, like, in a long-term way. So that's been um, its own challenge, but it's been really fun. I'm really excited to release that. That They're all, like, amazing instrumentalists, so... Yeah, I mean the just you know the song even like blown out or whatever because it's a YouTube <laughs> video like it's like yeah. it's really powerful and like there's you know the parts where you can definitely like pick out some of the riffs where you're like oh this is gonna go really hard like, yeah um, yeah it's like it is like fast and sassy and angular and mm-hmm. it's just everything fun yeah what mm-hmm. kind of challenges did you find uh, for for being like just the vocalists, you know, like, I, I don't know, air quotes aren't really working. <laughs> sure. over yeah, the, yeah, um, totally. I mean, I, you know, I, I've like, I have had a lot of vocal training, like classical vocal training. Um, I was in like choir in high school and I'd like solo and ensemble contest and stuff like that. And so I can like, I went to school for music for a couple of semesters and was in like the audition chorale and doing women's choir and stuff, like just, have always, you know, used my voice in that, in that like very formal setting. So it's, it's just really different. I, I don't, I think as I've 
as I get older, I, I feel like I'm, I want less attention from people I don't know. Sure. Um, but it is like one of those things, like, I think the biggest challenge for me is just like crowd work, like understanding, you know, how close to get to someone or, you know, keeping eye contact, like, but also staying focused on like what I'm feeling, like making it a genuine, like act, I guess, a genuine act, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I, know what you're I don't saying, know. Though. Yeah. yeah. Like just trying to like remain true to like the heart of every single word that I'm saying. And, but also like trying to put on a good show and move and like, do just doing crowd work like that's I think that's the biggest challenge on top of like screaming and running around and like rolling on the floor which is like so hard um I I don't I don't I know that like god vocalists have like they're a type right but they also like I don't think truly get quite maybe maybe they get enough recognition for how hard that job is but um I think maybe maybe they deserve more recognition I for think, just like how challenging that is. I don't know. Yeah, I think that the that the onus is on vocalists a lot as far as yeah. like um you know to be the uh the the instigator of like excitement it, yes. at a at a uh you know at, at a show and um there's like I mean I've done I've done that before and yeah. and uh I I really enjoy it. I I you know, I I went through a very very large portion of my life where I I mean, I dressed like I was just like the most um boring dresser. Like I just I had this fixation with just being able to just like be one of those people that nobody would like if somebody saw some saw me do something, they couldn't describe me to anyone because I would just yeah, be this totally. boring person. Yeah, totally. Just want to blend in, right? And and um, doing that always, it always like was exciting to me because I got to not be that person for a little bit, you know? Yeah. And, and um, but yeah, it is a it is a. Um, I was gonna say that you know, from. Not from where we're at, but like from obviously like a, a a superstardom, like whatever. I think you know the vocalists like get all the credit. You know, yeah. like I mean, yeah. you know, no, like it's rare when there's a Axel and Slash. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's usually it's just yeah. like nobody cares about the guitar player or the drummer or whatever. You know? Um, yeah. So it's like. I think that's where all the shit, all the shit talking about vocalists will also come from. Cause it's like, it's like, uh, like, you People know, only recognize you. Yeah. They only uh, care about you, you know? So it's like the, the other, the rest of the members got to make those like vocalists won't load out gear and stuff like memes and oh, whatever, you know, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get there. Exactly. Just yeah. all that, all yeah. that shit. But, yeah. like, I don't know, even to the same token, I think, like, vocalists have the job of, like, trying to make people care mm-hmm. when they don't. And yeah. Yeah, that's, it's... I, that's a challenge on its own.
It's tough. I mean, it's especially, it, it's like, you know, there's the, there's the thing that I've always like felt where it's like when you go on tour or whatever and you play like that you play this this city in Ohio that you've never heard of, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. you have this show and it's like amazing and, and the, the people there are like yeah. really receptive and they're engaging with you when you didn't even ask for it, et cetera. Yeah. But yeah. where you go to Richmond where it's like they see amazing bands all the time it's like yeah. more difficult like yeah and like i we've always been we've always been like treated with like nothing but like open arms in richmond so like i'm not right. saying anything about like the hospitality yeah, I, but it's yeah, like harder to impress experience like that in richmond at all but yeah i i've you know i lived in denver for 10 years like i can tell you that that mentality exists there yeah yeah it's just like for sure it, when it's just like it's like, you know, when someone's seeing Ostraka every night, it's like, come on, you know, like you really got to like do something, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I keep using them as, as an example. This is like the Ostraka podcast hour or something, but. Um, <laughs> um, fine by me, honestly. <laughs> talk about those angels. Yeah, um, for sure. But like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, it is, it is for sure difficult to to get like especially people who it's like where in certain scenes where it's just like yeah okay like these six amazing bands have all played here this week like what Mm -hmm. do you have to show us that no one else has or whatever you know and so it is on on the vocalist to really bring that out of people and you know and out of themselves to create that excitement but yeah i uh, mean the yeah the energy transfer between audience and and the vocalist i mean even so in joust i play guitar and do vocals and i mean that that's an even bigger struggle i think for me to get my physical energy like across because i, I do feel like you know i'm trying to play guitar even though i'm just playing rhythm guitar like i'm still like i still have a couple lead parts and even then i'm just like it's it is so hard to do both and to also just give like uh, a very present emotional performance that, you know, I'm trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying to engage, but I have like a microphone stand and a guitar between us. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't want to, you know, step on my pedals or yank a cable out or like make me so clumsy, you know. So yeah. I don't know. It it just it is a challenge to like get people excited. But I mean, I I feel really lucky to live in KC. I think kids out here, especially for hardcore, especially for hardcore and like I don't know weird punk, like the kids go nuts. Like they're so they love to move out here. It it warms my soul. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's for, so cool. <clears throat> until I was looking today, for some reason, like I thought you lived in St. Louis, so I had the state oh. right, and then so I think I sent like I think I sent a band to like hit you up because I was like I don't know that many people in St. Louis these days, <laughs> thinking that you were in St. <laughs> Louis, and I was like ah, <laughs> then I was like oh shit. Well, um, so I don't know, maybe that maybe that'll work out the other way, but um, yeah, yeah. like uh, that that um. That Joust demo, or I mean, I I don't know why I'm. Anytime I see like 
the band camp where it's like the tape image. Like I, yeah. it goes to dem- demo in my mind, like automatically. I don't know why, so I apologize. I but, mean, it is a demo, but I just didn't want it to call. I just didn't want to call it that, you know. Yeah, just, for sure. You gotta give it a name. I feel like demo. Well, sometimes like demo comes you know. has a weird. It, sometimes it can come across with a weird connotation too. Like, but like this is like that recording is like sub <laughs> yeah like this isn't the best recording it's just a demo it's like no actually right, like, right. but took a lot of care no y'all's recording all is fucking stuff. good yeah, yeah matt it, perrin really like knocked it out of the park like, i and i i didn't know what to expect from that but but like i was either <laughs> like that i mean that is like one of my favorite things that i've heard this year like that is like if that is like if paint it black was like good like come I don't on. like I don't come on I I and I that sounds shitty because like I like paint it black but like <laughs> that sounds like paint it black but like good like come real on. good like I thank you so much. I enjoyed that so much like the vocals are they're so it, you have a, so much range that you there's so much like um and I don't mean range like I'm down here. Now I'm up here, you know, like, which I'm sure that you can do. But like, I mean, like the, the, like thematically almost, or like, that's not the word, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing different. I'm doing, doing a lot of different, I guess, voices. Right. Right. Um, Like there's a, there's, you just cover a lot of ground and it, and like it, it's just so much more interesting to me that way, <laughs> you know, like I love screaming and, but, you know, I think like, a, you know, variety totally is a spice of life. Yeah. And that's definitely like, I think probably, um, the full length we are gonna, we're working on writing a full length right now. So, um, two of, two of my bandmates in Joust are also in this band called Nidosphere. And they're they're just an amazing like, um, I guess you would call it like slow core noise, a little bit noisy, but um, I guess more like slow core. Uh, I guess um, they're they're amazing. They just have like, really cool dynamics, cool sound, but um, they're very busy with that. So what's that Faust called? Is one of those. Uh, it's called Nidosphere. Nidosphere. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, they're busy doing that. So Jast is one of those, is, is a band that uh, we, especially for like the end of this year, are not going to be super active, but um, we're definitely like working on writing a bunch more songs. And I think they're like, I don't know, I, at least the songwriting for these songs on feudalism, we're very much like, Hop wanted to play guitar so bad in a band. He plays drums. He's an amazing drummer, but he just wanted to play guitar in a band. And I was like, dude, let's start a band. You get to play lead guitar and shred. Mm-hmm. And Claire always wanted to play bass in a hard band. And I was like, cool, you need to play bass on this hard band. And um, we had a drummer, um, Brad Heinem. He drummed for us like originally. And now Matt Perrin's drumming for us. And, um, so we just, we're, uh, you know, still working on writing a full length, but I think that these songs are definitely going to be a lot more mature sounding. I think all the songs that we wrote then were just of a mind to be like, 
Hop wrote a couple songs. Claire wrote a song. I wrote a few songs. And so it does kind of have this sort of like, it doesn't sound like, I don't know, congealed in a way. Like we, we're still figuring it out. So I don't know. I think that's really fun part of the adventure too. Yeah. It's like, you know, you just got to put something out there, even if like, you know, those songs, I'm like, man, I can't wait to stop playing these songs. But, you know, they're still, they are what they are. And I'm proud of them. And I'm like really excited to write some more songs and still totally maintain like, yeah, like this diverse kind of vocal style that I've got going on. But maybe like it might be a little bit heavier. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, were you saying that you like, did you feel like the um, songs on feudalism like don't? Like I, I found the release to be very consistent across the board. Like it, like I, like you, I did. I, I already mentioned that. Like you cover a lot of ground, but I, there's nothing to it that speaks to me that like this doesn't sound like this band. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, were you I, saying? I mean, that, I appreciate you saying that. I think that's probably just like me from my because from, you know yeah. the ins and outs, and you're kind of yeah. like, well, I can tell that this person wrote this song. This because this is more. Just this, yeah, this yeah, angle totally. or whatever, yeah, yeah. And absolutely. so, is that like something that you're trying to, like, are you, are you just letting that lie how that is, or are you trying to make the LP more, like, l- a little less, um, like, uh, not. Not, not like varied or whatever, because you you know yeah. you obviously want variation, but like, yeah. are you trying to make it more congealed in that way? Or, I mean, I think that uh, um, there there is something about uh, there's something about a band that kind of like sort of knows who they are, right? Like you can tell sound wise, like when a band has like a you're like I hear that band, I know who that is. Right. Like mm-hmm. you just like, man, y'all know who you are. You know what your songs sound like. And, you know, maybe like I definitely don't want to stray away from like any weirdo bullshit, like the weirder, the better for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think that like a band does have like this sort of, um, I don't know, just a sense of identity in it in and of itself to have like at least i don't know i don't know if like that's true that like having your sound all figured out is what people do or if that makes you a better band but i definitely think like i don't know as just like a part of the story of like people writing music together like it things will change mm-hmm. and we're all just kind of trying to find like the most honest version of like whatever we're trying to do. That's like true to ourselves. And yeah. I don't know. I think like, you know, it will, it will all eventually align. I don't think like that's something I have a ton of control over really, but I don't know. I think that we might have, I, I'm hoping that like with this LP, we'll have like kind of more of a, Maybe just a slightly more defined kind of sound, I guess. I don't know. I, I've definitely, maybe I, we don't need that. I don't know. I've just, I've per, like, I don't get a lot of input about it. So I'm just like left to my own devices of like, yeah, so I guess like 
Yeah, this song's this is kind of the weird song. So maybe when next we won't have any weird songs on the next one. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just I think too much. So yeah. Well, it's like another thing is too is sometimes like you know when you're because this was the first release, right? Feudalism. Yes. Like yeah. okay, because I mean you know if you Google it, you you kind of come up with some other instant. Ins- instances of of projects using that name and so you're just like i don't think that's that you know um and there was only just the one thing on y'all's actual band camp so i was just making sure but like yeah with the first release a lot of times what you have is you're you're just like well we started writing songs and then and then we have some songs that we can play yeah this is what they are and much um and then sometimes you know, you're able to like, even if it's uh, unconsciously sort of like um, take stock of what works about that for you, you know, in particular. And so the next thing will be more aimed at a certain thing or refined or or whatever. Intentional, I think is the word. Like just to to be a little more intentional with like songwriting and choices I'm making and everything. Like, you know, I think Joust was the first band that I'd put together, um, like, post-Product Lust, uh, post-Living in Denver, post-COVID, quote-unquote post-COVID. Yeah. (laughs) uh, And I was just, like, so excited that, like, music was happening again, and I had missed playing in bands so much, and I was like, no, it's just, like write some punk songs. Let's just have some music to play. Cause it's like, just, I just want to play again. I missed it. Mm-hmm. And, and now after having done that for about a year, maybe a little over a year now, um, I definitely, you know, now it's time to like take stock and let's like, let's be very intentional with this next one with like, we do want to have fun and we do want to rock, but also like, let's write, some bangers like let's write some fun songs to play yeah yeah for sure um so like other 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 than joust and horse boy there's Mm -hmm. this other secret thing which yeah we won't we won't talk about too much but um maybe somebody can they can if you if you figure it out, keep it to yourself. Let it let it be fun. Um, let it be a mystery. Yeah, we don't want to dox anybody. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but um, <laughs> like uh, you mentioned, like sort of just you know like writing all kinds of music and and some of it maybe it's just for yourself or whatever. But is are those mm-hmm. your two main projects or is there something I'm not aware of? Uh, the I would say like the secret project is probably like the big like the main one um or just the one i'm busiest doing yeah because everybody else has like in the other bands has like their mm-hmm. other bands and their yeah. tours and whatnot yeah oh yeah yeah so so um so we'll just imagine I, I that that's I'm really the most awesome excited about it too and just it's so much fun yeah um sorry what'd you say <laughs> no we'll just imagine that it's really awesome just like just we'll just put like a bl- we'll just put a blank minute in there that people can imagine what the song sounds like, and uh, they can imagine that it is so. It is so um, crushing. It's so it good and like, intense and oh, like chaotic. Oh my gosh! But, yes. uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a stranger to secret projects, so I, I know. How <laughs> yeah, it goes. it's hard because I really want to talk about it. I mean, yeah, I truly want to talk about it so much. But you know, um, <clears throat> just you know, if you like, like I said, if 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 somebody puts two and two together, keep it to yourself. They'll spread the, it spread out. the music. Just don't say who's in it. You know. Yeah. Like, just be like, I have no yeah. idea who's in this awesome band from Kansas yeah. City. Uh, um, <clears throat> but we are recording for that secret project. We're doing some recording for a full length on that too. So that's really exciting to just. I don't know. It's just exciting to have a lot of stuff going. Yeah, for sure. Um, what's a, what's a full length album rate, uh, time wise for, for this project? Like, um, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, like you said, power probably, violence. So that's why probably I'm like, like 20. Okay. Um, okay. I know we're going to do, there'll probably be some, like, uh, some ambient, some, some ambient tracks like on it. Some like, I don't know, some cool, like, uh, like ex- I don't want to say experimental, but just like some cool, uh, like buffer tracks between like the grind uh, songs. Awesome. <laughs> um, to kind of space it out a little bit um, and give it some, and like samples, cool samples and stuff, of course. Awesome. Uh, awesome. But yeah, I'm maybe like twenty, twenty-five uh, minutes. I don't, I don't, don't see it being much longer than that. Yeah. That's awesome. Is it like a whole lot of songs or is it? We've got, let's see, we've probably got like five or six songs recorded already. So, um, we've going to, uh, we we're still like still writing too. So, oh, okay. um, awesome. yeah, one of our, one of the people in the band is like, does recording and stuff. Um, just like, you know, I don't, I don't want to say home recording, but it's like a, <clears throat> It's, it's available like DIY recording. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he does a really good job. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's um, that's something that I th- that's something that I'm not really able to do for some reason. Like, is is have several sessions that all sound together like at the end. Like no yeah. matter like no matter how many times I do this the exact same way some something mm-hmm. all, like the recordings always sound drastically different to me I don't know yeah. why like yeah but some I people mean, are really good at that's that the like, nature of the beast yeah. you know like it's just electricity like, even and I don't know like oh I had so, tacos that day you know and it just sounds yeah. different I don't know why like <laughs> it just doesn't make sense but. Um, I, 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 you know, I'm not even a, I'm not a recording guy. So I like, I, I, I can, like, I don't mind the recording at all. Uh, I don't mind that those kinds of sessions, but there, there just will be times when we're recording and they're like, Oh, can you hear this? Do you hear that? And I'm like, what are you talking? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I can't, so whatever you're listening for is like so minute, like it is so small. But totally matters. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's it takes a really, really trained ear. Yeah, I actually went I through something. I actually went through something like uh, recently where where I was um, I was working on something and and um, the person who like uh, there was there was a a thing in there that they didn't like want. They're they're like. 
they want the emphasis to be away from this certain thing that was happening. And like, they're probably listening to this. Like, so, and this isn't, this isn't like, I mean, I had this conversation with them in private and, and I'm not going to like specifically say, or whatever, this isn't like embarrassing on either one of our accounts. It just speaks to what you were saying as like, like, I'm just basically like, this is something that, that you notice because you performed it. This is something that I notice because I am supposed to notice everything that happens in these recordings. But like, this is not something that people notice. Like, so if it's important to you, then there's these other things that we can do. But if not, like, I personally would chalk it up to like, it's character, you know? Um, Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like you were saying, it's like, it, it, people will like, some people will notice that um, some that that kind of thing will be important to some people and less important to others. Yeah, you know. Yeah, totally, like, totally. S- s- I some, think like you know, you just got to be proud of what you've made. Like, yeah. you know, don't don't be afraid to like, you know, be like, well, let's get a different one. I can do better, or like, right. I don't know, just just or like, I don't know. Even if it's just a small comment, like. Like to me, it just kind of feels like um, you are like sticking up for yourself a little bit in a recording session. And you're like, no, like mm, I'm not hearing that, or I don't know. Like it's just part of like effectively communicating with people that you're trying to work with, but also like I don't know if yeah. You, I, t- to me, I just like I at least want to be like proud of what I'm releasing. I don't want it to be like. Yep. So that's like recorded. I guess I could have done better or I guess like we could have done this or that, but like whatever. No, in the end, I, I want to feel like really proud of what I've done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's even with feudalism, like Brad Heinem had actually recorded, um, all the, all those songs, I believe like in my old basement and they were fine. We didn't really do anything with the mixes or anything. Um, He's busy doing other stuff too. It's it's whatever. Uh, he was actually very busy doing other stuff, and that's why um, Matt was going to start drumming for us. But like at that point, I was like, I just want to get these songs out there. Like I'm not super concerned with like how they sound. I just want to get them out there. And I totally changed my tune. Like after before Matt recorded us, I was like. Actually, I I do actually want to take like a little more time and make sure that these sound like really tight and sound like something that I'm proud to release yeah. instead of just like just getting out there for what like I don't know you can at least like put just take a few ex take some extra time yeah to, like make it something that you really are genuinely proud of and you like want to share with people yeah. I mean, that's like the the call that everybody has to make like for themselves, whether it's just like, yeah. was this like, oh, like I'm a human being. So like the, so this noise happened when I did this yeah, thing. Yeah, there will be mistakes. Like, like yeah. or it's like, I mean, what's supposed to play the song exactly the same, perfectly every single take, every single time. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the, the incident that I'm, the thing that I'm talking about, it's like not even a mistake. It's just like, there's a. I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to go into it like too much. Oh sure. I, I don't want to like. This isn't like uh, even something. But it, you know, there's just there's just certain things that it's like. It's 
Like if it bothers you for sure, like go go and do it. But then there's there's also weirdos like me where it's like, no, I'm really actually kinda and this isn't the thing that happened, but this is just like another instance yeah. that comes to mind. It's like I actually kinda really liked it when it sounded like you went through puberty during that like yell. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, um, those are the happy accidents, right? We're right, like, well, right. I didn't plan to do that, but actually, like, I'm kind of down with whatever just happened there. Right, right. And it's, yeah, it's like, I don't know. There's, there's a lot. Would you have of, heard that in practice? But like, would anybody else have heard that in practice or like at, during songwriting? Would you have been experimenting like that or like made that? little flub like or whatever you want to call it like and i just think like recording is those times too when you're like bearing everything out there Mm -hmm. and you're putting it down uh so it's it's gonna forever forever and it you know and that's when you're that's when you'll see i mean even when you're recording, you'll you'll be like, "Oh, dang! You were playing this this whole time. I've been playing this this whole time, which is the worst." And then it's like, "Okay, so now I have to learn a new part while we're here recording." Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Which is frustrating, but you know that's just that, that it is what it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's I, when that's when everyone has the time to like sit there and hear exactly what everyone else is doing, yeah, and figure out, make sure it's lining up. It's it's weird, like when, you know, it's weird when it comes like all the way down to that. But it 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 totally can. It, it and it happens more than than uh, you'd think. I think where it's just <laughs> like, oh, like I was, yeah, I don't know. I just been kind of playing this like, uh, one. I've been playing this like one fret up from where you've been playing yep. it this whole time. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's um, it's something that I've been. I, I don't know. Like it's a, this kind of thing's been on my mind a lot. I guess because like I, when I draw, I do a lot of, like I, like when I do shading and whatever. Like I'll make a whole separate layer and I'll and I'll be like, oh fuck this whole layer. And I'll make another layer and I'll do the shading slightly different. And then and I'll do it like I'll do it so long and I and I'm like I'm sitting there and I'm drawing and I'm like this is like I'll set an alarm on my phone or whatever and have it mm-hmm. sitting next to me and I'll be like, because I gotta pick up on my I gotta pick up my kid at two or whatever. Yeah. And I came down here at noon and it's like, I got to go pick up my kid now. And I've, I'm just working on this like same shading. And yeah. <laughs> then I'm like looking at this page as a whole and I'm like, what fucking difference does it make? Like they were all fine. Like, yeah. And there's yeah. so much about like art that is like whatever kind of art that is just being like, I've made this decision and now I and now we're sticking to it, like yeah. or I'm sticking to it, you know, like yeah. or, or whatever. But like, yeah, it's um, it's you know, it's like it's like you said, give yourself time and think about it and say, is this really it? But then once it really is it, sometimes you just gotta be like, it's that's it then, okay. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, um. It uh, it's been a lot of fun catching up with you, and yeah, you too. I'm super excited to uh, hear. Um, you know, I'm gonna listen to every band from Kansas City until I hear this amazing um, 
secret project. I won't tell anyone. But um, uh, and I'm excited to hear like more from from Joust and and Horseboy. But um, yeah, is yeah, there, I mean, are there I'm like very excited. shows that you can plug or or anything before we take sure. off? Sure. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you know when you're gonna air this? Uh, like probably, probably the the second if that's if that's okay. On the second. Yeah, because I okay have a I had a scheduling thing, where, so, like I have other things that have to go later. So if this one goes earlier, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so Tuesday, October third, Horse Boy is gonna play with Neckbolt from Austin. And uh, one of the local bands here called Weaponized Chomsky. They're all complete angels. It's really cool, like, noisy, electronic, like, kind of punk. Uh, they're, like, they put on an incredible light show. Um, they're really cool. And then... Where's that um, at? That is going to be probably at, like, Farewell or Howdy here in KC. Okay. Um, and then the, um, so Joust is actually going to go on tour, um, on the 17th of October through the 24th, we're going to do a little North Midwest Northern loop. So our tour kickoff show is actually with Destiny Bond. Um, yeah. And I'm just, uh, all those sweeties in that band. It's just, it's such a pleasure to me. Um, to play with them. And we're going to play with Science Man uh, for that tour kickoff on the 16th. And that's going to be at Farewell or Howdy. They're next door to each other. So you'll get there either way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to do on the 17th, we're going to do Omaha. We're going to do Des Moines on the 18th. Okay. So Omaha is Blind Spot. Uh, Des Moines is the Yacht Club on the 18th. Uh, Iowa City is uh this kombucha place wild spirit or some wild something um the 20th we're gonna play minneapolis uh at mortimer's um milwaukee is supposed to be the 21st we had our venue fall through so um they were there are bands but the venue fell through so if anybody knows the band, uh, venue and then the 22nd we're gonna play chicago it's gonna be like a generator under the bridge show oh, so that's awesome. gonna be cool um and then the 23rd st louis at the sinkhole and then the 24th in columbia missouri at uh this says pdm i don't remember what that means but we're going on tour with this a uh, local band here that I'm super excited about. Um, they're called Missouri Executive Order 44. I've been seeing that name a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're amazing. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to say it. It's like, you know, they come out, uh, you know, they'll start the sampler, and then they'll walk out, and they're all wearing like white button up shirts and bicycle helmets, but they also have like black pantyhose over their face. So they're like cosplay. They're like, they're not cosplay. They're, they're Mormons. And, um, you know, if you want to go Google the Missouri executive order 44, um, and hit that Wikipedia page, it is a real piece of legislation. 
Um, and it's a very interesting story. Um, wow. But they're just they're just so crushing and just put on such a good show. So I'm just like really excited to hit the road with them. And it's, I don't know, it's just such a pleasure. And that was my conversation with Kat Plank. Thank you so much, Kat, for taking the time to chat with me. Also, thanks so much for that night so many years ago when you let me front your old band Irakura while Rio was away in Europe. That was amazing and it meant a whole lot to me. If anybody has video of that, I sure would love to see it. Anyway, thanks to all of y'all for listening, as always. And don't forget to check out patreon.com slash human machine for more. Until next time, take care and do good things. <laughs>